This is the 217 Recovery Podcast with Corey Winfield. I don't know. Why would they sit there and watch us talk into microphones and look right. at each other and look at your faces that you give me sometimes? And co-host Marnie Winfield. In situations like that, if you take the time to weigh the pros and cons of your involvement in something, I think this is across the board with a lot of things in life. You know, doesn't make sense for me in my world. It is the 18th of August, 2022. My name's Corey Winfield. My name's Marnie Winfield. And this is the 217 Recovery Podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Marnie and I, we're talking about our lives and stuff. We're in recovery and stuff. We got three years and nine months today. Or a couple days ago. Nice. Thanks. Never could have done it without you. (laughs) doing what you need to do for you. Right, right. No, that's, I had to do it for myself. And you are coming up on three years. That's right. Yeah, TikTok. Yeah. I got you a coin. It's just sitting in the secret drawer where we hide things. <laughs> but we both know it's the same drawer, so we're not really hiding many things. Well, you asked if I wanted to see it. It's beautiful. When you got it. And I was like, nah. Because you know me and gifts. It's hard for me. I know. It's bad. It gives you like Christmas gifts in October. Well, because there's no point in waiting. It's like paying bills. I'm like, well, I guess if I have to, I'm not going to pay them early. Like somebody I know. (sighs) Marnie. Mm -hmm. I never used to do that. That's something that I do now in (laughs) my recovery. It's like, well, I don't know if I'll be alive tomorrow. So why would I pay that today? That's a cop out. That's maybe total excuse. Maybe that's excuses, which is on my list of things to talk about. We'll get into that in just a minute. There was a huge like ordeal going down today that we're going to talk about. And oh my God, it tested <laughs> my reaction. My re- well, that's not even a word. I'm, that's a new word, reaction. Okay. Yep. It tested my reaction capabilities. Or should I say, Self-restraint tested it to the max. There is an expungement event. If you want to get something expunged off your record, I guess the lady from the Capitol building, whatever her department is of people you vote for, not the governor, but some lady is going to be there from, from Michigan's thing i put a lot of research into the show i guess i guess you did yeah even give you sincerity snort or sniff (sighs) you know when i do that it's serious stuff so but we'll share a link to that on facebook but it's bayview center in alpena it's like tomorrow they wanted us to be there but we have to go to a funeral so Mm -hmm. can't do that uh then of course we got shout outs coming today as well maybe we'll just do them right now that's yeah do that jerry not my brother but jerry my brother if you're listening then i'll give you a shout out too uh my mom Mm -hmm. got shout out to barb and diana down in michigan city should be listening she just joined our facebook group i think oh nice yeah all right so that's that that's for me and then you just i'll shout out to uh to jessica Hi, and also Jessica, two different Jessicas. Hey, other Jessica. And uh, shout out to Cherokee. What up? 
And Samantha. Hey. And uh, Christina. Hello, Christina. Yeah. And a shout out to, you know, all the all the people that are gonna be present this weekend, you know, to show their love and support, um, and you know, to celebrate the life of a really wonderful person. I just started processing that yesterday. Because, of course, I had heard, you know, talked to my mother and she told me my Angie had passed and she was such a huge personality and just a fun person to be around. She would make you want to root for the bears, even though the bears are horrible. And I, mean, I don't know. And she would defend them, man. Um, I'm going to miss those texts, those messages and stuff. But it just started hitting me yesterday. I was driving up to Sutton's Bay and around the Bay Area. And I was like, isn't that beautiful? And I don't know. And then it just like all started coming over me. And I was like crying and stuff. And I was driving the little mobile unit. <laughs> but I don't know. It's going to be it's gonna be emotions all over the place. But more in celebration of, of who she was and mm-hmm. what she brought to this world. And I mean, she was a great person. Uh, kindergarten teacher. She taught a lot of kids in the city I grew up in, the city I'm from. So she's pretty well known, and she was just so crazy. Like I don't know, like good crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it'll be it'll be a good time. So that's how we got to look at it. So that's it for the shout out. So back to excuses. I got a text from a friend, Casey. Today he's he's going to start that recovery closet podcast, which is really confusing, and I keep busting his balls about it because. He started with Spreaker, the same platform that we published this off of. And I was like, okay. And then he started another account with Spreaker. calling it, So it'd be, it'd be like me starting a 217 Recovery podcast, you finding it, liking it. And then I started another one, 217 Recovery podcast. So now I'm sending ones through this one that nobody's subscribed to. And I'm like, how come nobody's listening? Well, it's because they they started liking the first one. Well, to make this even better, he goes to another platform and gets on there and publishes. So now if you go look for the recovery closet, there's three or four, five of them. And you don't, with the same episode, so you don't really know which one that you're going to go for to follow or to listen to. So I don't know if he's like doing this on purpose so that nobody listens to it. I, I don't know if he's just confused. Well, obviously, that's not it. I think you just need to help him clarify what he needs to do. <laughs> anyway, I just like bust his balls over it. Because it's like, dude, like, calm down. <laughs> calm down. Calm down. Say it like to him like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> I know you'll be back. Oh, that was horrible. <clears throat> anyway, so he says me a text back to his excuses. I was on him the other day and... I make excuses all the time. I'm not going to lie about that. But same message. And he's like, oh, man, I just got home because he's always he's so busy. You know, and he's like, oh, I'm doing this, doing that. I just got home from a meeting. And man, I was so geared up to do the podcast. And I got home and no Internet. And I wrote him back. I was like, well, you don't need Internet to record it. You just need Internet to publish it. Right. Well, I need to upload all the stuff to my laptop because I just had a guy put all the new new stuff on my computer, and so uh, I was like, "Damn, dude! Like, you're, I I give you props on your excuses, man. They're they're very creative. First, no internet. Oh. Well, first off, you need to give him support and 
give him a pat on the back for what he has done so far. So good job, Casey. That's what I was We're saying. We're very proud of you. That's what I said. And stop giving him a hard time. I, but I, that's my that's my showing love. Yeah, but that's you know if you, just because you prioritize <laughs> the podcast, like Wait, hey, I don't prioritize prioritize anything. I can, dude, I cannot talk tonight. No, but see, here's another thing too. I told him I'm going to read the the text, and I said. I told him this reset his motor, whatever. And I, this is this is what I told him. I'm finna put you on blizzast on the podcast tonight, so I have to give him crap. Otherwise, I wouldn't be holding my word. I feel I feel bad for you, Casey. I really do. It's yeah. okay. You're doing great. Just don't worry about it. Just <laughs> w- when you can fit in in for you and your schedule, then that's what works. Mm-hmm. Stop making porn and do recovery podcast. Oh my god. Well, there's there's options, you know. All I'm saying is, is that <laughs> give him credit for what he's done so far. It's probably like Corey, don't talk about that right now. I'm just kidding, just kidding. But yeah, excuses—they're easy to make. I make them all the time, and I catch myself in them, and I'm like, "Wow, just do it, do it, don't do it." You know, commit, mm-hmm. don't commit. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like Casey doesn't owe me to do a podcast, you know, but he knows I'm kind of on him about it a little bit because he said he wanted to do it. So he said he wanted to do it and do it. You know, he he's doing all the things that he needs to do. And I get it, man. Living in a recovery home and trying to do a podcast isn't the easiest thing, especially if you don't have two guys on board. You right. know, like I, I, when I did it, I had two other guys on board. Yeah. If I didn't, I don't know if I would have started it. And I've said that mm-hmm. many times, but. Well, and the other thing too, I'd like to point this out. There's been a lot of people that have tra- said that they were interested in starting a podcast mm-hmm. or even actually did start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're giving him crap <laughs> means that he has potential. Yes. And that you know that he's got it in him and yes. he's got the good things to say. How many other people have come see to me? How, see how I just framed that? Because, uh-huh. and I, I believe that too. I'm not just making that up. So, no, but I mean, how many other people have come to me and I've been like, all right, let me help you. Let me, and Probably then, 20. Did I give a shit? Nope. I was just like, whatever, you know, but with him, I'm, I'm on his ass, you know, and I guess it's because the first time I met him, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, I got this broadcast degree. It was do this, blah, 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 blah. I want to do that. And it's like, all right. And I probably told him then, like, I'll help you, but you're going to do it, you know, and I see a lot of potential in Casey and I really hope there's big things in his future with 217 recovery. Yeah. He's one of those guys that I, I think could really help take us to the next level once that becomes possible. For sure. But you know, right now we're not we're not trying to like do anything with, with the podcast to be like extra special, but there is some ideas that I do have um that that would be fun and I would love to involve him in. But yeah, I just I again, you nailed it right. I wouldn't be giving him crap if I didn't think there was potential there. And I just like giving him crap a little bit. Is this fun? <laughs> so plus when I when I tell him I'm finna put him on blizzard, I gotta follow up with that, you know. Not me. I got reputation. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of reputations, so this tested my last nerve. At first I thought it was a joke. And then I realized it wasn't. And I started like my skin was boiling. And I just wanted to react like a mom. I wanted to just tear the world apart. And it had to do with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you showed me this picture. And it was like security camera. And it was huh. like, who's this woman or this yeah. person stole a bike? And I was like, 
Yeah. So, okay. I'll let you tell that. No, it's fine. I mean, I'm, I can't. I can't really react to people's stupidity. You know, it's, I can't, I know. Okay. So here's the thing. So we're at the grocery store doing some shopping. Right. Um, and it's later on in the day and I had started work like super early yesterday or today. So I was like off a little bit early, but I'm getting, I still take phone calls from work regardless. Um, and I get, I'm getting a phone call from one individual, you know, at my job. And she texts, it's like, can you, can you talk right now? And I was like, yeah, give me like, you know, 20 minutes. I'll call you back. So I didn't want to be in the store so I could be like focused. And then I get multiple calls from my assistant and I'm just like, geez, oh, Pete's. And she didn't even work today. So I'm like, what is going on? So we're checking out and I'm like, I need to go. Can you, you know, I asked you, can you go ahead and wrap this up? Cause I need to go outside and figure out what's going on. And as I'm walking out the door, I look and she's like, you need to see this. And there's a picture, a screenshot of a post from Overheard, right? The the um, Overheard in Traverse City. What is it on Facebook? But yeah, which is a community like a page group or whatever on Facebook, which I am a part of the group, ironically enough. Funny. Um, and it says, do you know this woman? She stole a bike off my property. Okay. So let's do. And so there's a picture of me clear as day. In my 217 Recovery podcast sweatshirt, right? It says, mm-hmm. like, with my ATS badge on. And, I am, <laughs> and I'm on the phone, and I'm going to retrieve this bike that was in this hotel that is behind one of my recovery homes. Now, to break this all down and to clarify all this, this is me clearing my name, is that I was actually on the phone with the police, <laughs> which is ironic, <laughs> making a, a police report that the house bike that was had been in the backyard of the house that was literally 15 paces from where I picked up the bike, it was in their yard behind the fence. Like, you know, there's a latched fence and then there's a yard behind it and it was leaning against a tree, not locked up. And it's a, it's a house bike. It's a bike that's been at that house for as as long as I can remember. Um, so it didn't belong really to anybody. We have new clients that come in and before, you know, if it takes them a while to get to like recycle a bicycle, um, then there's something there for them to ride. So, and this is the second time supposedly that this bike had been taken from the yard and been parked outside this motel. So I just, I did the right thing. I went through and I was like, listen, and she asked me if I wanted to press charges. And I was like, I can't say for sure who actually did it. And she said, do we have cameras? I said, no, I said the hotel does. But, you know, my idea is I'll just like to get the bike back and we're just going to have to be more careful about, you know, having it locked up. I'll have to get a bike lock for it and we'll just kind of move forward with it. And my concern is the safety of not really the bike per se, but, you know, the women inside. And, you know, is this person going to have the audacity to start going in the house if they weren't careful with closing the doors and locking everything up? So it was a safety issue. And all of that was like transpired at like, I don't know, 11 or 12. But this post shows up at like 3.30 or something. And it just made me look like crap. (laughs) It was like, and I'm thinking to myself, like, how could this person possibly think that I was trying to be some kind of bike thief? Like clear as day, like with a, with an identification badge on, 
like Man. walking over to to get a bike that doesn't belong to the person who is saying it was stolen. <sighs> and I'm thinking to myself, if this lady would have actually gone through the motions and called the police to put a report in, they would be like, yeah, lady, we already know about that because that bike was stolen from whoever's staying at your hotel. <laughs> FYI. So anyway, a bunch of people, I guess, reported it like this is totally untrue. And you can go ahead and take that down. So it was reported as false, which it still feels yucky, you know, like post on the Internet like you're being like you're a burglar. And it's no offense, guys, that house that this house, this bike belongs to. It's not a nice bike. (laughs) It's like a piece of junk. Right. I mean, it it works. It runs from A to B for sure. But ain't nothing special about this bike. If I was going to steal a bike, which I wouldn't. I definitely would set my sights a little bit higher on something a little more, you know, up to date, classier, upscale, upscale, electric bike, something. Not just old. I don't know. Not all rusty, like (laughs) two toned from like 1985. It's retro, bro. Yeah, but I'm just thinking. My, I mean, it's kind of comical. I can't really get upset about it, but it just it's it's just odd. I just really want to know the process. Like, what is this? What was this person thinking when she posted that? You know, like. Yeah, it, it took me a lot, and then even ten minutes before we started the podcast, I wanted to get on there and be like, "Christine Alley is an idiot," you know. But I didn't say that, and then I want to be like, "Christine Alley is a piece of shit," you know. It's she spells it with a C C H R I S T I N E A L L. I.e. But I, I didn't want to fire back like that. I don't want to say like Christine Ellie is the biggest idiot in the world. You know, I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I was close to typing it. I want to be like, what an idiot. Like mm-hmm. the 217 recovery shirt, the name badge. And if you watch the rest of the video, it, it shows you walking back yeah. the bike and then leaving it at the house yeah. where it's supposed to be. Like their, their cameras actually can reach the back of our the fence. Where 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 the parking lot is, where it was taken like from. You saw the whole crime happen before it even got there, and then like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just wanted to like, like Christine Alley. Like, are you that much of an idiot? And then the last thing I would want is any of my listeners to like look Christine Alley up on Facebook and be like, you're an idiot because we don't do that. But that's like what I wanted to like fire back at and say, and I want to be like, that's my wife. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know, like, it really, like, put me in, the, in that situation. So I see why people can get worked up on Facebook. That's probably why I'm not really on there. Yeah. But I, I did join the group just so I could get back back in there and then be like, is anybody there with this dumb bitch? You know, but I didn't because I didn't want Christine Alley to feel any kind of way. You know, I didn't want her to feel stupid because maybe she does feel stupid or maybe she's like, whatever. I'm just going to chew my gum. Well, this is, it, here's the icing on the cake is that so I'm t- figuring out not to react to the situation because obviously I know that that wasn't the case. You know, the sad part is, is that people on the internet believe everything and anything. And if they felt like they were going to solve a crime by identifying who I am, then, you know, yay for them. But I wasn't, I wasn't committing any theft of any sort of bike. Um, but is I, I reach out to the hotel Right. And she didn't identify that what hotel it was because I actually I obviously knew what it was because it was me. And so I called the hotel and I talked to the front desk guy who was not her. And I'm like, yeah, hi, I'm the person that who ever posted on overheard about a bike being stolen. That's me. And I was not stealing a bike. And 
if you wanted to know, just wanted to clarify and kind of clear the air here that, and I just explained everything. And I said, you know, our house is a recovery home and we have people that come and go some on good terms, some on not so good terms. Um, and you know, I kind of gave an idea of what I thought the situation was and it wasn't me trying to be mean. I was just saying, you know, sometimes people have a false sense of ownership. Uh, and that part of miscommunication is unfortunate, but it, it didn't require them to the owner of that establishment, you know, to put me out there. Like I was some kind of burglar and the guy's like, yeah, I know. I, he goes, I know recovery home. So I went through, I went through those houses and he's like, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, house, the house bikes. And that totally makes sense. He goes, I, I figured it was something like that. And I don't know, but he said that, you know, he's like, oh, she's, that she was going to be back tomorrow and I can go ahead and call. I don't know if I want to actually talk to her or not, but my boss might want to. I bet. Yeah. I kind of want to talk to her too and just be like, just maybe I have her on the podcast and so she can tell me what she was thinking. Yeah. Or what, who, whoever it is that convinced her to look that up on the tape. Yeah. When they came in all drunk or whatever and said, Hey, somebody stole my bike. <laughs> Like you're gonna believe that person? Well, if like, from you, your property, if, someone, you know what? If, if you really like, were uh, trying to trying to solve the crime, <laughs> wouldn't you like call the police? Yeah, you? you would. But they they were just trying to shame you or to get back at you, you know, for doing your job, you yeah. know, for being sober and for living a good life. And you know, some people when they can't get it themselves, they want to tear everybody else down too, make them a little mad, and oh, I'll, I'll teach them okay teach me you're an idiot you know you, you didn't teach anybody anything i bet they regret doing it yeah or they will yeah they're like yeah that was stupid i guess i can never go back there again <laughs> and i don't even know they, they might be able to i don't work there well before it was taken down there was like 14 comments i never see, that's what it really pissed me that's what it would have really pissed me off thought i got to see those comments because mm-hmm. then it would have been fireback city i'm i'm glad that we didn't because oh, it's it wouldn't yeah. be a healthy thing because it's it's really not I know God knows like 90% of the people that probably saw that were like, that doesn't really look like she's stealing the bike. I'm literally on the phone, on the cell phone, like with the police. And they can, don't know I was on with the police. And in the picture, you can see her name badge. You like, can see my name badge. If they would have zoomed in, like they could have been like, oh. Probably. That was the dumbest. That was one I was of the dumbest being all incognito. But I mean, it was 217 plugs, you know? You had your... Shirt oh, there on. you go. You had your 217 shirt on, you know, any publicity is good. Publicity is what yeah. said. And some, one of the girls at the house has just wrote some people's children. <laughs> I don't even know. I was like, where did that come from? I know. Should I share it on ours or no? Well, I mean, and the thing is, the reason why I followed up with that is because, you know, the ladies felt violated because somebody came onto the property that, you know, didn't, doesn't live there anymore. Yeah. And took property that doesn't belong to them. Very disrespectful. And so, you know, the only reason I looked into it and followed up with it and called the police and all that stuff was, you know, because I got a call from the housemate or from the resident there. And she was like, can you please, you know, what should I do? And this is upsetting. So, and, you know, so it's whatever. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it, but. At least I have a platform to be able to clear my name. Yeah, I had uh, our friend Kim sent me a screenshot of it as well and was like, did you see this? And I was like, yeah. I was like, that Christine Alley is an idiot. <laughs> and 
yeah, <laughs> I said some other things, but it's pretty much it. So I think it was up for like a couple hours. I know, but so should we? Then I thought about like taking that screenshot that she sent me and posting that back on there and say, Ooh. does anybody know this Christine Alley idiot? <laughs> and then I see that Christine Alley idiot post on there again that she was looking for. And this is what took, this is what really tested me. That she was looking for somebody and she's blaming the people for not showing back up to finish the sighting on her beautiful complex that she owns, I guess, whatever. It's not beautiful. That was sarcastic. Uh, I'm assuming. Anyway, she blames the people for not showing up to finish the job. So she needs somebody to come finish the job. And I was, I was typing it out. Is this the same kind of thing as accusing my wife of stealing a bike that she wasn't stealing? But then I had to like erase it. And then I wrote, started writing again. Other means. I stuff. was retrieving stolen property is what I was doing. Yeah. But that's besides the point. But there was other mean things I was going to write, too, in response to that. And I was like, just stop, Corey. Just stop. Just walk mm -hmm. away, man. Mm -hmm. Just put it down. Walk away. Yeah. Just, it, took, it took a lot. Yeah. But this world takes a lot. <laughs> it takes all kinds. You'll get tested like that in your recovery. Um, I thought you handled it pretty well. Thanks. Um, it's kind of like that one idiot who said that I had slept with 10,000 women or something. Or was mm -hmm. it 15,000? It was a lot of women. A lot, well, thousands more than I had been, ever been with or ever could even have time to be with. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Not late. Well, I am lazy, but that's just a lot of work. But anyway, like that idiot, you know, I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you doing, man? Mm -hmm. But then, he, you know, he, he did put 217 recovery out there <laughs> with it, too. And I thought, well, any publicity is good publicity because he said I was using 217 to get chicks. Yeah. Huh. I got one. <laughs> but I didn't use 217 recovery to do that at all. You didn't even know about no podcast when you first met me. I did not. Now you're made to be the co-host. <laughs> yeah. Love you. We should tell, or I should let you tell that story because it was cute. You were talking with someone today and you were telling the story about how we met. And it's, it's funny to hear you tell it. You know, it's cute. I would like to hear that side of things. Why? Because I only know my side of things. Well, I mean, I know your side of things, but I don't like know, know your side of things. It would just be interesting. Well, I'm, I would I'm like sure to hear the, your story then. All right. We'll do that next week. How okay. about that? All right. How about that? Cash me next week. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make t-shirts that say that. And I'm going to make millions like she did. I'll show my up tops. I don't care. <laughs> What's the name of that website? Fans. Fans only. I don't know. No fans only page. I think like that that chick though, that catch me outside girl, she made like one little video or something. I heard them talking about it on the ticket. And she's made like fourteen million dollars off of it. And one of the guys like subscribed to it and it was like, Oh, it's just a real quick like ten second video of her like flashing her boobs. Hmm. Like, what? Yeah. That yeah, can we get some funding for two something recovery? Nah. Mm -mm, no, you can donate. Feel free. We got donation page two seventeen recovery dot com. I'll show them up tops for ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that, yeah. But when you are tested in life and people do slander you or post bad things, what can you control about the situation? You know, do what you need to do to 
clear your name, but yeah, I mean, it's out there, it's out there, whatever, you know, um, don't let it push you over the edge. Cause like I said, I got three years and nine months. I said, mm-hmm. I was right there. I was right there about to go over the edge, not to drink, but this is the, the fun part of it. If I would have posted that and then I found out later that it wasn't even this Christine alley lady who posted it, her account was left open and the lady that was running the desk posted it, you know, and here I am putting her on blast, mm-hmm. which whatever, Excuse, again, they can go back to excuses on that as well, but it could have opened a door for worse things, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's where you can get caught up real quick. And then now you're in a, a battle. Mm-hmm. You know, Tyrone will tell you about that. He was talking about being in a Facebook battle. He doesn't even get on Facebook very much with this woman. Uh, she was like sleeping with her next door neighbor's husband. And I guess the the, the neighbor mm-hmm. is who we sleeping with. And the wife find out, found out and she was all like, whoa. And Tyrone's like, well, quit sleeping with like married men. Like, what are you doing? And she got up on arms and Tyrone was just like, damn. You know, like, what's going on? Like, I was just telling her some obvious shit, you know? And I was like, yeah, you know, sometimes people don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. But he's just like, fine, whatever. But other people can take that shit way too far. And then you're in this, like, Facebook war. You're on the social media battle. And then you got fire back on Twitter, too. It's lowering yourself to their level is what it is. And I'm not, the only reason I'm talking about it right now is, yeah, I mean, there's an element you want to just be like, let me just set the story straight. You know, might as well. But if anybody had any sort of sense about them, you would look at that picture and be like, that woman is not stealing and look at the bike and I'm not. <laughs> but that's besides the point. And it's funny because one of my coworkers, the first one who actually called me and asked me, like, can you give me a call? Like, and I was like, that's weird. She never really sends some texts like that. So I better, it must be something. And, uh, and she's like, She's like, you're a warrior. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and she's like, all that does is just tell people, ATS doesn't let people steal their shit. <laughs> and I was like, I guess, I guess that's the way to look at it. You know, I was being mm. proactive about the situation. I mean, I went through the right, you know, the right process and, you know, it's all documented and all that. So bring it on. I don't, I don't bother me really. Now, with that said, if this happens again or at a different location, would you go into the office to say, hey, not stealing this bike, just retrieving stolen property? Oh, yeah, I would. I mean, it is a learning. It is a learning you know, opportunity. That's for sure. Um, it kind of it's one of those things where it's like I don't feel like I would have have to do that, you know, because you would think the person that took it and is reporting it, quote unquote, stolen knows very well and good that that is not their bike. Right. So it's like this whole thing is not about the bike. It's not about the bike. It's about putting me out, putting me out there like I stole a bike. Right. Which I did not. So, you know, I should do something funny. I should, like, go put it back there. <laughs> like, <laughs> or, like, take it to the lady and be like, I just want you to look at this crappy bike. And I want you to actually take a real good look at it. And and I want you to think again about what the upheaval that you just caused. And somebody's like, you should 
file charges for her, like, posting untrue stuff. I, I was like, oh, my God. We should. I, I really kind of want to post it just so our listeners, my mom, yeah. can, can see it in Barb. Yeah. Can see the photo that we're talking about because we're going to see them this weekend anyway and they're going to ask about it. So You think? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll, I'll post oh. it with the episode. Like maybe it'll yeah. be a screenshot or something. I don't know. I, I look pretty good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You were <laughs> repping it, you know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just, it's not. They're, they're security pictures. So it's not. <laughs> they're not glamour shots for for sure. Yeah, but you weren't like digging in your ass or anything. No. Um, it's fans only. No, <laughs> just kidding. That's why I have to hit the last laugh track when you give me those evil eyes. I feel better about myself. Yeah. So if you're ever wondering, why is Corey in that laugh track button? It was, well, it's because I need help. <laughs> My help jokes button. were falling. <laughs> they were falling a little short, so I had to make myself feel better anyway. So that's that's what happened there. And yeah, maybe we'll, we'll post it and show it and whatever, but it is kind of funny now, sort of. Yeah. But, you know, you didn't overreact to it which was good you know instead of reacting you acted um but then me again it's not really my problem mm-hmm. it's not really anything i can do about it but we'll try to overextend ourselves especially for our loved ones our man justin burke he knows exactly what i'm talking about where you just you take on more than what you really need to and like if I would have posted something nasty and then it, it, that could reflect on you and that could reflect on your job even, you know, right. and nothing, yeah. you know, and you're like, whoa, hey, honey, I know you love me, but I didn't even ask you to come to my side to defend me. Like, yeah. Only thing I asked is I asked the because I, I didn't want to respond or anything. I just asked, can you just report this as being false? And like a bunch of people did it. It was just only the people that I from the house that I, <laughs> the bike belonged to. They did. <laughs> And then my boss had already done it, you know, because she had heard about it. And then my assistant, who also had, that was made aware of it as well. I'm going to make you a poster. Yeah. I'm going to blow it up to a big poster. <laughs> t-shirts? Oh, we could do that too, but then no, t-shirts would be hard. No, because no, we're not going to entertain this any more than it has to be. We're going to put it to rest. Because Buy your stolen bike posters today. <laughs> If you're interested, send me an email, Corey at 217recovery.com. Yeah. C O R E Y, by the way. I could, nah. Ten ten buck. (laughs) I'll send you a poster, a stolen bike poster. I don't know. I'll give you an update if anything else, if I get any, because I'm sure I'm going to get some shit somehow or some way from people I don't even know. I think I'm going to be busy selling posters. Uh. (laughs) I think it would look badass in your office, just blown up to like a big. Like our two seventeen poster in the office here, mm-hmm. or in the studio, like <laughs> that'd be your Christmas present. Yeah. And then when people come talk to you and be like, "Yeah, and you're not stealing bikes from us, obviously." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh, well, that was fun. I had a feeling tonight was going to be a good podcast. For me, I felt good about it. I don't know. Somebody I listening sorry. might be like, this is stupid. This is horrible. But whatever, <laughs> man. Listen to a different one. Maybe you'll catch something. See, this is how much it didn't affect me. I was already asleep. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got traveling tomorrow. And yeah, it'll be a tough weekend for us. But, um, you know, losing someone's never easy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to look at it like 
I'm glad I got to know Angie and I'm, I'm glad that she was in my life and she was that fun aunt, you know, I mean, I have a couple of fun aunts, but like she was, she was, and she wasn't, she wasn't bullshitter. You know, I remember one time I had gotten out of the hospital or detox or both. I don't remember. And my mom was like, well, let's go see Angie. And I think she had just gotten out of the hospital. She had this procedure done and she's just looking at me like, well, don't give up, you know? And, and she wasn't saying, Hey, you, you got this, <laughs> this mm-hmm. is easy. She wasn't saying that. And, and she wasn't in recovery from drugs or alcohol or anything, but she just was giving me that people have done this. You can too, you know, like you're mm-hmm. strong enough and you're not going to be the first person to, to do this kind of thing, you know? And it, it, I don't know. It was, it was words that I needed to hear at that time, mm-hmm. you know, and she didn't pretend to know the answers, but she knew that I was capable. She knew that I had enough in me. She didn't, she knew I had enough fight in me that I could go out there and seek those and to put it together one day. Um, so if you know someone who's struggling, you know, don't give up on them, but just help them through whatever you can do, you know, mm-hmm. and, and let them know that, yeah, they're not the first person that's ever going to get sober yeah, and, and stay sober. They're not the first person who's tried and failed. You know, just get back up, keep going. Yeah. And I think I have some thoughts on like memorial services or funerals in general is they're, they're, they're healthy, right? I mean, people have, like think that they're, they're somber and sad and yeah, they are, but it's also recognizing that they're a place where it's safe to have feelings, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of people were bu- so busy in our world and like so distracted by jobs and, you know, whatever your family, children, um, you know, stuff that you're doing in, you know, clubs, whatever it is, podcasts that you're doing that you're distracted and you don't give yourself an opportunity to actually, you know, be in the space of feeling, you know, mm-hmm. what you need to feel. And so, that's that's why I think that those are so important. Um, that and your every single person there is, you know, recognizing and celebrating somebody that everybody you know cared for, and who you know their lives have been touched by that individual. Uh, and it doesn't need to be somebody you know. They might not even been very close to them. I never even actually physically met her, but. I've heard you talk about her and I know that she, um, you know, had watched our wedding video and all that stuff. So, you know, she's still, to me, she's still family. Mm -hmm. So, and I always cry at everything. So just because, and it, it doesn't even need to be sad. It's more, it's more, it's more just recognizing that that person's gone. And so that is a grief thing. Um, but hearing the good things that, you know, about her from other people. Those are happy tears. Even though you don't look at it that way, I think you should. Yeah, it's going to be an emotional time. Mm-hmm. But you're right. That That is a time to get those feelings out. And, you know, I don't put things on Facebook about family members who die. I just don't. I, I, might, I put a video out that I did. It was a song with my grandma when she died in 2010. But that was that was just the song, 
you know, I used to prank my grandma on the air a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I kind of put that together with an acu acoustic version of Wish You Were Here from Pink Floyd. Actually, it was David Gilmore, not Pink Floyd. I mean, he's from Pink Floyd, but it wasn't the band. Anyway, and it was it was pretty it was pretty emotional. I remember when I put it together, I was like I could barely even see the the computer in front of me, like to to edit the audio and stuff. I was crying so much, like that grandma grandma lot. That loss was was huge. And yeah, I put that out there. But like when my stepbrother passed away, I had other relatives, um, probably more distant. But I, I just I don't really share that kind of emotion on Facebook because I don't show that emotion on. Fa I don't show emotion really at all on Facebook unless I'm pissed off at you because you're posting pictures about my wife stealing bikes, <laughs> Christy Alley, Christine Alley. Then I have a problem. But I use the podcast, you know, and, and this is something that. This is me. This is this is real. I'm not sugarcoating anything. I'm not hiding anything. I refrain a little bit. Sometimes I need to refrain a little more. But this is the avenue that I, I choose to get my emotions out and and to get those feelings out. And, and some people do use Facebook for that, and, and that's what that's them. That's that's what they do, you know. And I'm not I'm not saying there's something wrong with that. I'm just saying I don't. My cousin posted on there about. Um, but, in, and see, this is a good thing. Cause I got to read it, you know, and, and she was hundred percent right. Bud and Angie, like it was just Bud and Angie. It was never just, Hey, Bud, or it was Bud and Angie. What time are Bud and Angie coming? <laughs> you know? And it was just like those two and they had known each other since second grade and, you know, like married 150,000 years, you know, like it's one of those things. And she posted that and I was like, she's right. It was always, you know, when are Bud and Angie coming? <laughs> it wasn't like. Mm -hmm. when's sandy coming mm -hmm. when's sandy's clan when's vicky's clan you know mm -hmm. when when's barb when's barb and them's coming <laughs> but i don't know it'll be emotional for sure but uh yeah everybody pray for bud yeah and everybody else pray for each other thanks for listening thanks for listening everyone we'll be back next week when i'll tell the story of how we met and Marnie will tell the story of how she met. Okay. And then Saturday, we'll probably do a podcast from the road, I would assume. Why not? We're going to be around lots of families, right? That's true. Get my sister on. Do okay. an intervention. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I did that for my mom. My sister doesn't listen, so. <laughs> my mom's probably like, oh my God, Corey, stop it. I did not say that. All right. So, yeah, Saturday, tune in for the special from the road episode and then next week as well. So I appreciate you. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to the 217 Recovery Podcast. We hope you come back for our next episode.